So today on Connecting Creators, we're going to be sitting down with my good friend Quinn, who is a photographer as well as a social media expert. Quinn currently owns the accounts Best Celebrations as well as Culture and Wave. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about reinvesting into yourself and experiences into bettering your craft, as well as his travels to Greenland, Iceland, and what it was like shooting for the X Games, one of my personal dreams and goals. So we're going to dive into this interview. I hope you guys enjoy it. Let's get it. We are sitting here with Quinn, the founder of Wave, Best Celebrations, Culture, you know, Lifestyle, Adventure Photographer, um, Social Media Influencer, you know, we're so excited to have Quinn here on the podcast and we're going to dive into, you know, some of his past trips, a little bit of uh, backstory behind some of your photos, talk a little bit about, you know, your creative side, so pump to dive here. into it. Thanks for I being guess, on, bro. Of course, I'm excited. I guess you can say I'm like a hybrid of everything. Dude, 100%. You know? It's crazy. It's your like, photos are just like unreal. Like you've found a way to captivate, captivate that, specifically your wave audience where yeah. you like post your like personal work. It's insane seeing your progression because it, it I was, remember when you like two, three years ago when you first started like posting photography, and now it's like, yeah, holy it's cow, crazy. bro! They call me like old wave. So like, <laughs> when when you see like a really saturated photo, like uh -huh. super over edited, my friends go like, "Oh, look, it's old wave." Uh -huh. You know? So it's like, but yeah, it's like crazy seeing like me go from like what I thought like I never could be uh -huh. to like, oh, I'm there. You yeah. know? Like I'm like getting to a point where like the people I looked up to, I feel like I can hang around them. Right. You Dude, hundred percent. Yeah. And the cool thing is like when you can look back at your old photos and be like, that's old wave, that's a sign that you've progressed and grown into a place where you can recognize mistakes that you were making or things that you were doing yeah. that you didn't even know before. Exactly. So and it's like, it's cool because it's like, you see like, uh, like the old you and you see like, you're kind of like old habits and stuff. So yeah. like me, like kind of going to the same spot as a photographer yeah. that everyone else went to. I think everyone kind of does that totally at like some point in their life. They're yeah. like, you know, like, I've, I, as like much as people kind of look down on it, mm -hmm. everyone kind of does go to the same spot. Want to get the same picture because yeah. like, you kind of like want to fall back on like you're like oh i want to get a get a good shot for once it's yeah. like yeah so yeah i didn't go all the way to new york to not take the basic photo of the empire exactly. state building that every single the, person gets like mine like the shot that like started to blow me up i guess was uh -huh. the hillsboro oregon shot of the plane dude it, mm. people people comment they're like you stole that photo i'm like no i took it <laughs> you know yeah. like but it's just such like the same angle like the same I bet, like, I've been in the same exact drone spot mm -hmm. as, like, 50 other drones. Right. Like, same yeah. coordinates, uh -huh. you know? So, I think that's, like, uh, it's interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Your photo, though, like, so, uh, I'll, I can put up the photo that we're talking about. Yeah. But it's cool because the framing makes it look like there's a heart around oh. the airplane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. So, uh, Is that, that a different that, one than the one you think? No, of? that's the one I'm talking about, but I've never really seen that. Dude, I... Every time I, I see the photo, like, it's, like, dead trees everywhere, but, like, that one just lined up perfectly. Uh -huh. Yeah. And I was like, oh. And then the caption was, like, in the heart of it all or yeah. something like that. Oh, that's like, crazy. Oh. <laughs> and while we were out in Oregon a couple years ago, you DM'd me, told me about it, and so we got to go, like, check out check that out. plane yeah. and, like, 
it's wild it kind of just creeps up at you we're like where is this thing and we yeah. lift up the drone high enough to like get a view on where we are and there it was it was just and you can like have you did you so like when i was there there's a guy named bruce and you can actually go talk to him is this really? the guy that lives there yeah he like if oh. he, so in the past people who like he told he told me a story when i was there like in the past people would like be like walking on the wing and stuff and instead of like yelling at them he would like invite them in for coffee wow that's so it's like you know what I mean? so it's yeah. like i love that like perspective like he's uh-huh. like he's this crazy scientist dude but like if he sees you out there if you see his car there he's probably gonna be there yeah they probably just like looking out the window knowing that you're flying your drone above, yeah above his house uh-huh. you know it's yeah. like <laughs> it's like dude, it's this me. man's house uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um so you said that that photo was like one of your first ones to, like blow up give you traction is that kind of how you would say your page grew the fastest was from specific photos going viral? So actually, um, I do like an untraditional way of growing my photography page. Okay. So it's kind of like, like I've just been in it so long that I'm like, okay, shout out for shout out. Yeah. I know how to buy shout outs, you know, uh-huh. do stuff like mm-hmm. that. So yeah. like I took what I knew from the past, even if I wasn't like the best at it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just buy like story shout outs from yeah. big influencers, you know, okay. like, that's, that's the sick. way I approached it. Instead. Yeah, that's how I've seen like, can't remember what the YouTube channel was. It's the anyway, but the, it was this whole video that this guy made about like growing a page to a hundred thousand followers within yeah. like twenty four hours, or, like two days. Yeah. And the way that he did it was he built out like a custom promo video for his page that was just like high pace, simple, cool, entertaining to watch, and then you know paid a couple bigger pages to just post that video exactly and literally within like three days he got to a hundred thousand exactly followers. and it's like i i did that recently you yeah. know that's how i got from thirty thousand mm-hmm. to eighty thousand people were like i thought you were like 30k like last week yeah. uh-huh. but like i was just like i was waiting for the right time to like kind of blast off i guess yeah. right. you know what i mean i was like i know when i like when i go to greenland i know i'm gonna be ready to have fire content from yeah there. so i was like okay i'm gonna like promote that with greenland content you know dude that's um, smart but yeah so i mean it's just like all about like when you approach it and I, it's kind of funny because people like i can curse on this right yeah, yeah. okay cool like people kind of shit on shout outs yeah. yeah and they say it's like against like you get like inactive followers all this but my mm. page is more active dude, than you're like, act- I your get engagement like, is I feel like it's just like advertising at the end of the it's day. It's just advertising. Like, and if people you're advertising the right way, you're not promoting to be the world record egg when you're not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And then you're like if you're advertising your own photos and you're like, these are really good like this these are my photos, I take these, mm-hmm. then you're gonna attract those people that like really are interested in you. Mm-hmm. And so totally. then you have these super fans. Um the only thing is like people do fall off. I mean that's right. kinda part of it. Yeah. Like, I'll lose like a hundred in a week. Uh-huh. Uh, 300 in a week but like yeah. at the end of the day it's the people that stay that just yeah. are always like fire right or dies uh, yeah, yeah i was looking at like one of your photos from the other day because you, you you're at like 80k followers yeah like 15 or 16 thousand likes i know like 20 percent engagement it the, was it the wolf one yeah dude that one went nuts that photo i was with like the blood and i was at like 50k when i posted it uh-huh and i I remember it got like six thousand likes in the first hour. Wow! I'm like, that's not real. Like, like, like I don't, I'm not used to that. You know, yeah. like, like my own photos, like actually getting, like, good engagement. Because I don't know, I'm just like, I'm not used to being like in front of the, in front of the like, yeah. action. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm yeah. usually the guy behind it. So yeah. it's like pretty interesting to see how it like plays out and like people actually love it. They like, I submitted it to Nat Geo. Sick. Nat Geo sent me a hoodie. Uh, no way for, for, for placing uh like top like three and then wow. submit your Nat Geo and I was like like that's just cool you know yeah. it's like, dude that's what and it's like I know there's still like space to like even though I didn't make like get featured on Nat Geo it's like there's still 
just knowing that they like bro you're how old right now 18 18, so it's like (laughs) dude most kids right now are just like at school i I guess it's summertime now i just graduated two weeks ago that's insane congrats online you know i was like (laughs) yeah so online but it's fun yeah Yeah. um i it's like an untraditional way of just like traveling and doing my thing like i i honestly didn't my mom was like she's like she's like Oh, you you work so hard online school, and I was like, yeah, 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 okay. But realistically, I spent like thirty minutes like every other day. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> sometimes like just I'd grind out like six hours. I'm like, right, I'm done for a month. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. But then like once I finally put my head down and just finished it, it felt good. So you just graduated. Yeah. What are your next plans going into like this next year? Like starting like fall. What what is your like agenda look like? I'm gonna be kind of crazy, I guess. Okay. Not not in like a bad way. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Um, but. I'm moving to New York City. That's the first step. So mm-hmm. sick. I'm getting my alpine. In, uh, so I'm going to get certified in alpine climbing, climbing so I can like teach people, go on guides, and like as well as rigging. So I'm going to be a professional rigger. Maybe some of you guys have seen Jimmy Chin. So the Jimmy stuff he Chin. does on the wall, that's what I want to learn how to do. So be safe and like oh, rescue yeah. all that. Yeah. So like bringing camera rigs on oh, the wall, like yeah. that's the stuff uh-huh. I want to learn. You know? Dude, um, that is so cool. And then the cool thing about being in New York is like I can also like – be close to like yeah like as much as new york is like in the city uh-huh. you're a five-hour flight away from iceland which i've like gotten really close with the locals there you yeah. know it's like i've just like made friends in like all these different uh-huh. area codes uh-huh. and i'm yeah. like it'll help because now like like when i was there i was like ice climbing for the first time yeah like, like that's stuff i want to document so yeah that's pretty much like what's next for me yeah. dude so when you were just in iceland yeah. i want to hear a little bit about like what you were doing specifically out there and yeah. uh yeah so I was working with a company. Uh, I've been four times to Iceland so far. A sick. So weird flex. Yeah, <laughs> weird, weird flex. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, but so I was I was there the first time and I kind of just grabbed a van, a camper van. I didn't know I could rent a car until I actually got there. Okay. So I had like no idea what I was gonna do. You just so went. I just like I was like I looked on Airbnb for cars and I mm-hmm. found like a a camper van I could rent. So oh. I was like I just kind of drove around and got a feel for everything. There was like. I think it was like 60 mile per hour winds like the first so i was like i was like of course like like this is happening to me you know it's like rainy weather classic iceland yeah but uh, a funny story like the first time i went uh-huh. um it was like i didn't know like any campgrounds or anything like that i was just kind of driving i got super tired there was like a really windy night i looked for like a pull out section uh-huh. so i pull out to this spot and it's like um like, I, I was super sketchy. It was, like, dark. Like, the wind was shaking the whole van. I yeah, thought yeah, someone yeah. was going to, like, murder me. Like, that's that was the vibe. I was, I was like, I got to really go pee. So, I, like, I was in the back of the camper van. I, like, open it up. Like, I'm about to, like, fight someone, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then as I'm peeing, there's, like, a little sign to the to the right of me. And it's, like, the famous grounds of, like, and it said, like, a very, like, Icelandic name. But he, like, killed, like, 30 people. And I was, it's like, like a massacre I was, like, of course something. I park here, yeah. you know? Oh God, <laughs> so, I'm, like, dude. all places, I'm, like, parking next to, like, the famous, like, Icelandic killer. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. So, um, how long were you in Iceland for? So, this past, um, what was it? Last week I was there. Uh-huh. Um, I was there for a week shooting for a company called Local Guide. Sick. So, this was... Uh, on my second trip, I met them. I went into the ice caves with them, and I got, like, really close with one of the guides. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, hey, you want to come out and shoot for us for a week? I was like, uh, duh. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yes. like, like, of course. So, like, I I went out there, and then we, like, did some, uh, some like, whatever shots they had in mind for their website. Mm-hmm. Uh, car shots, ice climbing shots, video. I kind of was, like, everything. Like, And I'm, like, not really, like, picky with, like, like 
what they really what they want yeah so like if they wanted to advertise it like put it on uh-huh. a car or something i'm not going to charge them extra yeah right. you know just, just like it's like just do whatever you want with it i would be stoked to see my photo on a billboard yeah. you know like I, would, uh-huh. I would like don't even pay me just like like i don't know i'm just weird like that because no, like, make you know it's like I've, if i'm there having fun in iceland and like mm-hmm. i have a good relationship it just like feels right dude you know 100 yeah dude. so there and there was like some funny stories like i was ice climbing um just like i fell in the crevasse so like so like 27 hours about to happen yeah dude, like yeah that that what was that like when he was stuck in utah or something yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so i was and like cut his arm off oh it was crazy so like so i was like i was totally comfortable with my crampons i was like walking and there's like this little like like a v edge almost and you uh-huh. kind of had to like zigzag across hmm. and so i was like okay um i'm gonna like it looked like there was like packed ice yeah instead. so i was like i was like oh it looks like ice it just looks like so i i step in and the guy i'm shooting he's like ice climbing on this thing a little bit of ways he's like he's really good climber all that mm-hmm. um so i step in what i thought was ice and i just my leg goes and i'm like i'll show you the photo like you can i put think it up i saw there. it on your story yeah so i was on my story and i was like my whole leg just went straight down and then like my back leg was stuck and i was like trying to like nudge myself out but uh-huh. nothing was moving like my my foot was like just packed, at, packed at an angle where i just couldn't even move it i was like help <laughs> and, then, and then he was like he's like he's like yeah and i was like i was like what and like like is he coming <laughs> like i waited like like five minutes i'm in a short sleeve shirt because i'm like i like i'm just like in a short sleeve shirt and like this crevasse uh-huh. and then um he, he i'm like i'm like help i'm like yo can you please help and then he was like he's like Oh, you really need help? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, because I mean, he was taking pictures of you for the first no, little bit. Yeah, he, he, he like he was like ice climbing and like I was like walking over to get the shot, and uh-huh. then he was like, uh, right, he, he he came down. He was like, oh, this is a this hasn't happened before. And I was like, oh, that's good to hear. <laughs> um, so he's like, he takes a picture right, but he's like, just for the memories, he yeah, takes a picture of me real quick. Uh-huh. Dude, that is but sick. yeah, it was fun. And so then, were you out in uh, Greenland with the same company or is that no. totally separate? So I really believe in like investing in myself. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what, Dude, 100%. I agree yeah, with you. I like, a million percent. like, I would rather spend like, so my first ever, um, re- what really like accelerated me in photography uh-huh. was when I invested in a workshop with like mm. a, a photographer I really admired. Yeah. Um, her name's Kath samard now so she's a sony alpha shooter yeah she's a sony alpha shooter she's amazing yeah north face you know someone i was like oh i love her photos and she had a private like three-day workshop Hmm. um in canada so this is like kind of rewinding yeah so it was like in canada and so she was like i just got my sony a7r3 i didn't really know much about it and i was like what like what better thing to do than go with like a sony ambassador yeah and so then we spent like three days and like in Canada, um, and we got like six shots, like shots I like, like mountain shots I've never thought I would get. Yeah, you know? like just like crazy perspectives that like, uh-huh. um, like three days of like alpine climbs and all that. And I was Dude. just like, I, and then my shots were like, I came home and I was like really happy. Like I never shot like Milky Way before. Dude, and that then, kind of experience, you know, uh-huh. like one on one shooting with a, you know, photographer who's better than you and learning from them and like going into that experience with the goal and expectation of like, I'm going to get better photography and I'm going to learn from this person how to, you know, shoot better. And you get like, Oh, if you're going to, yeah. Yeah. Like like, six months of photography and uh like freaking like a day. Yeah. Yeah. Like one of the things we talked about on the first episode was how a lot of photographers just stop and don't progress anymore. And how that, like, if you think you're 
like the best photographer ever, then you're never going to progress. But if you have like a humble mindset like you do and just like want to keep learning, then you find that your photos just keep getting better and better. And you're able to look back on the photos like you did. And it's like, that's old wave, you know? Exactly. And it's like, that's the progression of how it is. And it's how it, how it is for like most things is just being able to progress like that. It's just like being humble too. Yeah. It's like people get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, even like good friends of mine, like they get too comfortable and they're like, I'm already like a really good photographer. I'm like, the, like but like they don't post. You know, yeah, you know yeah. it's just like stuff like it's uh-huh. like but like i'm a really good photographer i don't need to like do any of this stuff right. i'm gonna watch courses i'm like you might learn something like that yeah. you didn't know like yeah like do you know like external lighting yet i don't you mm-hmm. know i still want to learn that yeah. you know 3d animation uh-huh. and like on the creative side you know it's just right. like there's so much to learn i think dude uh-huh. and that's what has yeah. always drawn me towards you know photography was like my first love of like creative passion yeah. and like the thing that I loved about it was there's always more that I can learn, always something that I can try and do different. And there's always like a new photo to capture, you know? And so like just being able to have a creative, you know, hobby that encourages always learning, you know, and you know, we have access to the internet, which you can learn so much, but more specifically finding mentors, paying for programs, it is totally worth it. Like if exactly. you're going to spend $750 per semester on a college course, uh-huh. you can spend a couple hundred bucks yeah. on someone's workshop that'll support them and you're going to learn and progress farther than exactly. what you can mm-hmm. imagine. And, and that's what Greenland was. So yeah. a really, he's a really great photographer and a really just like good guy in general, mm-hmm. uh, Benjamin Hardman. So okay. you might've seen him. Sounds he's familiar. A, he's like the Icelandic, like, he, he takes like the best photos on okay i'm sure like, i've featured a few of his photos Australia, on the you know, like page. i like so i invested it with i think it was like five grand okay so it was a good as you know it's like a yeah. good a lot it's like a uh-huh. lot of money yeah but like you know you're you're getting like the trip out to iceland um or no you're like he's like paying for the flight from like iceland to greenland paying for your food your hotel like you get to do like crazy backcountry stuff you've never done before yeah and it was more like so i like learned like Canada was like okay I know like the basics of my camera now mm-hmm. Greenland's like okay I want to like play on my own expeditions what does it look like behind the scenes yeah you know it's like you don't want to really go in there like 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 with the blindfold on totally I like going in there like having an understanding of how everything kind of works mm-hmm. yeah and so that's what like Greenland offered you know so going out with him he wasn't really like it was like you're gonna join me on this expedition with me uh-huh. I'm not gonna teach you about your camera like if you want to like know like a tip or so like it was more like why are you taking the photo gotcha you know? like why are you like what are you trying to set what story are you trying to tell yeah so that's what that was and i think it's just like every little piece like every mentor you have has a different like way yeah. of showing you and he so showed me like how to edit better mm-hmm. you know like, yeah it's just like there's like little pieces that you just never um, yeah yeah because if you only know the technical stuff yeah but you don't know why you're taking the photo the goal of the photo you're taking because if you have intention behind the shot you're taking it's gonna just be so much better like exactly. if i'm just randomly shooting i could get some cool street shots but if I'm like, okay, I know that I need to get a shot that's gonna, you know, portray someone that's happy yeah. or something like that, exactly. then I'm gonna, you know, like that think wolf, of a joke. Like that wolf shot, like it yeah. was like, I was like, I see, I see passion, I see a bloody wolf, but, I see yeah. like, I see all sorts of things, you know, like it's yeah. just like I see like, like violence in a way, you know, totally. not, not in like a bad way, but like yeah. that's what it kind of shows, you know. And yeah, it's, it's like, like nature it's showing like the true essence exactly. of like, what do- nature yeah, is. Dominance, yeah, dominance, you know. Yeah. It's like this is all sorts of little things that like one photo can tell. Yeah, and everyone interpreted it a different way. Like, oh, like that dog was like 
a bad dog, badass, you know, whatever uh-huh. it is. I yeah. Just, like, there's so many different ways. Dude, like, totally. And I just felt like, like, for me, it was like I felt alive when I was, like, shooting that. Like, yeah. I was, like, like, from me to you. Like, that's how far I was. So, what was know? this, what's the scene like? Like, paint a picture in my head of, like, what's going on around you and your camera yeah. and the wolf when you took the photo. So, we just got done with, like, uh, so, like, snowmobiling, snowmobiling mm-hmm. for the day, like, going to, like, little backcountry spots. Sick. And then we came back, and this is, like, where all, like, the dogs, like, where they would get fed and all that. And then there was, like, the few that were, like, kind of locked, like, chained up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, that were, like, either, like, they did something bad or, like, they just were, like, sick or something like that. And I think when people go to these countries, they don't really see, like, this is how, like, the dogs are supposed to be there. You know, they've, like, for generations, you know? Yeah. But, like, this dog was, like, had blood on it. I think it just got in a fight or something like that. Mm. And it was just, like, I don't know. I just, like, it was chained up, like, solo. And I was, like, everyone was taking pictures of the puppy. And I was, like, I need to go to this, like, blood. I need to take, like, a huge-ass lens out and take a picture of this dog, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's kind of, it was, like, it was a lot of dogs barking and, like, just one solo dog Uh that I just thought, like, needed its story to be told. Dude, you got to print that photo. Yeah, there's there's another one, too. I haven't even showed it yet. Uh It was, like, so there was, like, a puppy and, like, a mom chained up. Okay. And the puppy's, like, biting the mom's chain. (laughs) Oh, dude, it's, like, it's legendary. It's, like, and it's, like, it's just, like, a thousand words in a photo, Uh you know? But, like, yeah, there's just so much to tell. And, like, like, just, like, like, little, like, it was, like, I was, like, oh, I was, like, that's just, like. You know, the puppy wasn't locked up. It was just the mom. Yeah. You know, so like there's just all sorts yeah. of ways. Yeah, yeah. So if there's like a young photographer out there who is like, I wish I could capture photos like that. They can yeah. like draw motion. What would you say is like a way to, you know, put yourself in those situations yeah. and something that you can do so that you can, you know, jump on the opportunity when you like see, oh, that's going to be a great photo yeah. and knowing when to take the shot. I guess it's just like. It's really about getting out of your comfort zone a little 100%. bit. Um, so like a lot of people, they, they don't really like, you gotta kind of be goofy, you yeah. know, like you can't just be like, I think the most boring shot is just straight standing up, you know? So like, you gotta like move around, you know, totally. you gotta be standing on stuff while your friend is like, what is he doing? You know, you gotta uh-huh. be up like, like, I don't know, just like you gotta be like standing on like this huge like mountain while your friend's down low uh-huh. and like if that's not the shot then like go lower yeah. like that's just how i work i'm like oh let me go up there first like stay there you know yeah. and i just move around a ton until i find like the perfect like angle mm-hmm. like you gotta like go in the trees look through like the the yeah. leaves you know like just find something interesting i think so many young photographers just kind of like are embarrassed to like move around uh-huh. especially with their friends yeah. so either like i would say like find someone who doesn't care what you're doing or is not into photography is totally down with like modeling like hey man can you like like it was hard for me to even get past it like telling like an athlete or something to like go like over there and just keep doing the same thing yeah you know like that's hard for me you gotta have yeah yeah it was like like do that but they love it you know uh like people love it they like being the star in photos and i like it was just hard for me to wrap my head around because i'm like i feel like i like like i was annoying them but Mm -hmm. it's not but i think it's just more about getting comfortable with like dude and like you know, leaving your comfort zone is huge. And I think a lot of time people get too in their head and like they'll get self-conscious of like, what is someone else thinking of me moving all weird or whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, don't think about what other people are thinking about you. Odds are they're not, you know, it's not like they're like, what is that idiot with the camera (laughs) doing? They understand it's 2019. Everyone is on Instagram. How did you guys start your photos? So videos and passion. mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I first like got into, um, 
it's kind of hard because I got into photography just through like I did like some little photo contests in like elementary school and I like this shot that I took of some uh, a pair of vans on like the hardwood floor that's like reflecting the shoe yep and I ended up like winning this competition it's called like the reflections competition and so after that I was like okay sick like I'm actually like kind of good at this <laughs> and then I started like skiing and snowboarding a lot more to the point where um I uh, got reached trying to figure out the time frame here so i was shooting photos gopro reached out to like do like a entry sponsorship thing for my snowboarding because yeah. at the time i was just like yeah sending everything i was pretty <laughs> fearless and my buddy and i were just like that was all that we were doing was snowboarding yeah. all the time and i mean i wasn't like x games level or i wasn't like pro or anything you're like, on, like that. your skis but it was yeah. like you know utah yeah. local you know every is probably going up there like four or five times a week after school every day just like as much as I can and so I started making uh like skiing snowboarding videos that were largely influenced from the USC ski and snowboard team so like Abe Kislevitz Matt Cook who you shot at the X Games yep that whole gang of dudes is like what inspired my like the rad too. you know Matt, the, yeah. the sick music the cool GoPro angles, flipping off the jumps, doing all these stuff. And then they started to incorporate these really creative intros, outros. So then I would just like copy them with, you know, skateboarding videos. Um, and then I started to transition into photography primarily. And that was just like bringing my camera with me to school every single day. I started like shooting for the UVU uh, review, which is a, a campus newspaper for UVU, which is the biggest school in Utah. And that was what pushed me to like, I think before shooting for the UVU review, I was more of a, like a timid photographer yeah. where I'd be kind of behind the scenes, wouldn't want to get seen taking a photo or whatever. I was like a closeted photographer, I guess. Yeah. But then shooting that, I'd get assigned events. And it's like, okay, you got to go courtside at the women's basketball game yeah. and shoot in front of a whole audience. Yes. Or you got to go to this event where, you know someone is speaking and there's uh, hundreds of people and you got to be at the bottom of the stage right there in that person's face. Yeah. Like no matter how comfortable or how uncomfortable exactly. they seem like yeah. your job is to get the shot. <laughs> and then same with just like once I moved out to New York and working with Gerard and we started kind of mingling more with like high, like high profile pe mm -hmm. people. Cause yeah. I never really had experience working with celebrities in Utah. Yeah. But once we started shooting out Leaders Create They're Leaders and stuff, yeah. Yeah. and, you know, we found that just, like, chilling out, being yourself as much as you can, like, every single time that I was like, oh, I want to take a photo, like, I want to, like, have a photo of this person to, like, remember this moment, and I don't do it, afterwards, I just beat myself up. I'm like, yeah. I should have just gotten over it in my head and taken the photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's really hard. Like, someone that you're, like, intimidated intimidated by you look up to cold approaching them walking up because they don't always say yes like yeah. one time we were in walking around uh soho in new york and we were meeting up with my buddy miles who's like a a model does like um i think right now he's living in singapore doing some like freelance modeling but yeah he's totally killing it so we we're meeting up with him to shoot and uh i'm like skating down the street because we have our skateboards and I see uh, Earl Sweatshirt and, like, a couple other homies sitting there eating lunch. Yeah. And I had seen Earl Sweatshirt, like, live in concert, like, a couple months mm -hmm. before. Yeah. I was like, 
I didn't want to go talk to him, and I, I wasn't going to. We even, like, walked past and then turned around. <laughs> yeah, we walked past, and I ignored him, and I was like, dude, I'm going to beat myself up yeah. if I don't say something. Uh-huh. I skate back down there. I'm so nervous. I'm like, hey, I'm a big fan. I went to your concert. I yeah. love this song, blah, blah. Can I take a photo? And he was just like, nah, dude, get out of here. Like, I'm eating. Leave, leave me alone. <laughs> Bro, uh, yeah. I was like, bro, that, that was so hard to <laughs> go up and approach him. Yeah. And then he, and it wasn't just him. It was like him with like yeah, his... three or four other homies sitting there. Yeah. So I'm like this little like 18 Fan year old. I'm like... alone because everyone else is on the corner. Oh. I had just skated down to them to like say what up and be like, do you think I could get a, like take a photo of you? Because it wasn't like I want to take a photo with you. It was yeah. like, I want to take a portrait of you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, nah, dude, nah, leave me alone. I've get seen that a couple here. times mm-hmm. with him. Yeah. It was crazy. But I don't know. It's just funny. Yeah. It's like, what about you? How did you? So I got into uh, video first and then photo later. But um, so it was mainly, I mean, I feel like people that get into video are either action sports people or people from like theater that are making like funny videos or something. Yeah. It's either one of those. Mine was more of like the action sports stuff with skateboarding and stuff in middle school. And so we would just like film random stuff like tricks and lines and make like skate edits. Yeah. And then... uh. I eventually transitioned into scootering and started uploading so good uploading uh, videos to YouTube in like 2008 and uh, started to build like a little bit of a fan base on there. That's hard. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so that was kind of like, and looking back, that's also when I, it clicked in my head, the power of like content, yeah. like for like putting it up on YouTube as well, because back then I was putting out like video or scootering tutorials and they're still like getting thousands of views every day. Yeah. And like it had like hundreds of thousands when it was in its prime. But it's like, uh, I always had like a love of video telling stories or making cool edits or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then kind of stopped. Like I started to get more practical with like my career paths and stuff and went to like finish out high school. Didn't really do anything with video. Went to college, didn't do anything with video and then it was like at the point where it was like I'm so unhappy doing yeah. all this stuff. I, was like, <laughs> I need to go back to what I was like in love with, and I was like, what do I love doing? And it's video. Yeah. And so around that same time, that's when I got hit up by Gerard and his team to be one of like the videographers on team. That's how Mike and I met. Oh, you guys didn't know before, uh-uh. so you guys no, like connected through yeah, Gerard. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. like this now you guys like arm to arm. That's yeah, love that. Like literally the same time we both like around within like a month or two apart, we both got like that call, so to speak of like, that's so rad. uh, Yo, we're building a team. Like, uh, we need videographers and photographers and all stuff. And so when I went out to New York, it was, uh, I was, I thought I was being a videographer first and foremost. Yeah. And then, uh, like this is how Gerard is as a person. Like we'd be out doing a shoot, like a video shoot. And then he's like, yo, grab a photo of me real quick. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, shoot, I don't know like what I'm doing here. Like I, I don't know how to shoot manual at all. Like yeah. when, he, but I wanted to, I wanted to push autofocus. myself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I wanted to push myself to do, yeah. cause I knew like the stereotype of like people that shoot audio and are like, yeah. you know, that can't work a camera. I was like, I don't want to do that. So I've been in love with autofocus lately. Though. Yeah. Autofocus <laughs> is okay. Like, I haven't used autofocus in years. Yeah. Man. But so like, I'm a cheapo and I buy the broken on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first like few, I'd say like first hundred photos are, over a hundred that I would take with Gerard, they'd be like either just completely white because they're overexposed, yeah, yeah. <laughs> completely black or out of focus or yeah. whatever. And but um, 
kept pushing, got uh, help from Mike because he was like yeah. really. Um, I was like primarily photo. Yeah. yeah. At the time, like that was like the peak of like my photo. Yeah. And then Truman was all video. Yeah. And so like, I love that. So yeah. we were able to teach yeah. each other everything. Like, um, like he taught me how to edit in Premiere. Did you ever, did you ever find it like when you were so like when you're shooting scooter videos mm-hmm. uh, that like it was almost embarrassing because I remember doing like <laughs> lacrosse videos. Uh, on edits i used oh, to be yeah. called quinn hd vids uh-huh. and so that's how i started my whole career it was like quinn hd uh-huh. vids and i was like i can't be around anyone you know they just yeah. make like, like it was uh-huh. like embarrassing editing lacrosse and then yeah. you go into practice and your whole team being like oh yeah what's up uh-huh. quinn hd vids you know oh, like, yeah uh-huh. I, I can see <laughs> luckily like i had like on a team sport i feel like there'd be a lot of people that aren't down to see like your the videos and stuff yeah. luckily i had like a group of like four homies that were also into scootering and all also into film like yeah a lot of, like one of my other buddies like went off to film school and doing really well with that so it's kind of cool to see how we both integrated video in our lives but yeah. um yeah luckily i mean we got a lot of hate from the skateboarding community that like at, it, yeah. at the skate park like <laughs> uh but it's and, and that sucked because it was like i came from skateboarding and then it's like uh coming to the skate park where i used to skate and everyone's like but yeah so once we like push past that stuff it was just like yeah we're making videos because we want to that's dope but um you guys uh you guys know who elliot is yeah Yeah. so he was about to work with gerard i think i was just listening to it okay it was either gerard um he got hit up by gerard and gary v gary v and he met with gary v in new york and then that's it would have been crazy if it was like if elliot was sitting here right now yeah and be, well he's like a good friend of mine but yeah. like if he was like you three because you all worked in gerard yeah with gerard together uh-huh. that like that created like that awesome friendship yeah that would have been cool like it was dude, just yeah. crazy like how like one thing like that could like, just change dude yeah. i i dm'd elliot about being on the podcast elliot if you're listening He's going to listen. Personally I'll, I'll invited. We'll, we'll come to you. We'll, we'll make it happen. It's kind of yeah. hard with everyone being so yeah. spread out. But we yeah. want to, like, have this podcast where, like, we just travel out and go to people. And, like, yeah. Because, like, we're here at he's your in place my house. in Vegas. Yeah, you know? in my house. And, but it's dope. Like, you're comfortable. Yeah. And so. It's just great. It's just, like, it's, it's there's so much stoke. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel like that's even the best part about it. It's, like, a freely moving podcast where you're not, like, stuck in one place. Yeah. Which yeah. is kind of cool. I kind of like it. it yeah. Eventually, like, an office space one day. Totally. But, like, right now, it's kind of, like, this is kind of, like, the entrepreneur side of things. Yeah. yeah like, we're just kind of, like, winging know? it, running it right now, it's doing what best. we can. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you guys are doing Connecting Creators. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which is huge. Like, uh-huh. I, like, I... I tell everyone about that. Mm-hmm. I think it's Thank like one you. of the smartest ideas. Yeah. Well, so and the, like, yeah, the big thing about connecting creators is I want to like one, it's like getting together a community of yeah. people that can, you know, engage, help each other and like get to know each other, like for networking. Yeah. But I see like the event side of it being really big where we host like, um, community cleanups yeah, and like yeah. service based, service based events as well as like workshops, shoots, adventures stuff like that yeah um, i love that and it's like it's so big because like i feel like a lot of people or at least creators are like kind of lost i yeah. guess mm-hmm. so like they're just like trying to find like a home yeah uh, wherever they are like yeah. say you go to london and you don't know anyone uh-huh. but you want to like go to some cool spots yeah mm-hmm. um and and even like the creator community can kind of be like no i don't, don't want to tell you my spot yeah. but if you have like a group of really cool people who are like you know as long as it stays in connecting creators mm-hmm. like like it's chill, you yeah, know. I think yeah. that's where and like brands and all that. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be huge, you know, because like people like, how do I get a brand deal? You yeah, know? it's like oh, just go to connecting creators, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. we have like we have a project online. If you can go get ten shots, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. So. Dude, totally. Yeah. And like, cause the thing is like, 
our audiences on Instagram are a ton of other photographers, videographers, videographers designers. And so those aren't the people that we're trying to sell video services to through Temple Mill. Exactly. The people that we're trying to sell video to are, you know, like people that throw events, business uh, owners, business owners entrepreneurs, and yep. we prospect those clients not using Instagram. We get yeah. a lot of referrals. And so we're like, we need to have a project where we can, you leverage know, our audience. leverage yeah. our audience and be able to engage and give back to the community yeah. by like providing value, bringing dope interviews. Like yeah. conversation with you is mm-hmm. super sick for a lot of like yeah. some of my homies, like back in Utah, That's just so like, dope. they just don't meet people. Yeah. Like you. So <laughs> I want to so be able dope. to go around, have the conversation, yeah. and, you know, bring it to them. It's so dope. And it's like, there's just so much potential too, for like, even if someone was like, yo, say they're like, not like a, like a big influencer yet or uh-huh. not uncomfortable with their photography skills, but yeah. still like have people that they think can add value to, yeah. they bring in a brand, you know, they don't know much about photography, but they uh-huh. bring, they get like a referral or something. Yeah. It's just like, it can go so many ways. And like, yeah. the, the uh-huh. I like how you guys are really doing the, uh, the service aspect of it. Yeah. I yeah. think that's like 90% of it right now, uh-huh. especially like where we are right now um, yeah. in the world. I think like totally. from plastic pollution to climate I know. change. Yeah. I really like, feel like the, our generation is going to be the one that's going to either like make or break the yeah. future. And we, we have to, it up. you know, yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah. we got impossible burritos yeah. at Del yeah. Taco. Uh-huh. That's a start. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Burger, I want to try that. Burger King is coming out yeah. with the Whopper, the Beyond Whopper, I think is coming oh, out. That, Oh, Carl's Jr. That. has one, I think. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, bro. We tried the Carl's Jr. It's, one. I, I, I was saying, I'm like, I'm proud of them, but it's still a Del Taco burrito. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't feel good in the bathroom. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. like, I was like, oh, I was like, uh-huh. still Del Taco. <laughs> like I thought it was gonna be like, you know, still an eight dollar burrito, but I was like, oh. <laughs> so are you still like fully? Uh, plant-based vegan vegetarian what's I, your diet I, I try to be you know mm, i think sick. it's i think it's important um i still think it's like once a month like if i'm like out or if i'm in greenland yeah you know, like i like i wanted to try like buffalo totally. yeah. like it was yeah. just like you know it was like i try and be like like eat, eat exactly. sparingly yeah like like in iceland it was like independence day um and you have to eat lamb they were like oh. like like, like, tradition. Like, like tradition like i don't think everyone does like there's probably some vegetarians out there but uh-huh. like I was like, yeah, I mean, it's tradition. They're like free roaming, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but more just environmentally. Like I yeah. see like out here, like it's like the industry is like kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, dude, it's just I, like, yeah. I look at like our local ski resort that we go to is Brighton. Yeah. yeah. And they always will do these little events and raise money for like the big Cottonwood Canyon Foundation. Yeah. And like all these other like local organizations that are doing really awesome things. Yeah. And so I totally want to just like... Like that's the type of protect what I you love with do. culture, you yeah. know. Like that's uh-huh. like it fires me up, you yeah. Know? And it's just like I feel like there's so much potential. Dude, and um, I mean we have yeah. like local uh, beach cleanups with like connecting creators, like yeah, on, yeah you know, like it's totally so, uh-huh. so, so like dope. integrate it into some kind of event where yeah. it's like a a meetup, or like you clean up and then it's a meetup afterwards, exactly. Or where it's like still, uh, like it's not just all about the cleanup. I yeah, mean, that's super important, but it's also like about the community aspect exactly. of getting together and like building a relationship too. Cause I feel yeah. like a lot of people don't want to go out and clean up by themselves. Yeah. But when they have a group of people doing it that they're all friends with and stuff, then it's like, we can do this together. And they, you get the community kind of approves of the person, Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I've gotten really good at reading people. I say, uh, but like, 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 you know what I mean? Like I could like, like, I think like the first time we DM, like I just know, 
that like you're a good guy you yeah. know like Thank there's you. just Appreciate some there's just, you know there's like just some energy uh, like you totally. feel yeah. um but yeah I, what, are, what are some mentors that you guys have i'm curious dude that was literally a question that i was like I just was thinking, thinking about earlier that, that yeah. i wanted to ask you but i mean uh for me like some of our main mentors like gerard is roberto a big mentor. is a big one roberto yeah. nixon yeah. Roberto. you know awesome. he runs the page room porn he's a app entrepreneur he created pick lab vid lab Museworks, Design Lab, all these yeah. amazing apps. I have beautiful UI UX. Yeah, I know. Roberto is someone that like I really look up to. Uh-huh. Um, and just a great guy. Yeah, yeah in general. That's like, like, the big like thing. you it's... could text him and he's like so stoked to talk to you. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like whatever you know. If like if you need something, he's just always there. I 100%. think that's like really important. Yeah, uh, dude, that's really. He just he's just very welcoming. You yeah, know? he's very human. Yeah, very mm-hmm. human. <laughs> he that's like a good word. <laughs> we were we were with him shooting at uh, El Matador Beach. Yeah, and I was just talking about how um, my fifty millimeter lens had broken and how I was like planning on buying a new one. Just like yeah. saying it, like having conversation. He's like, "Oh, I've got one. I'll just give it to you." I'm like, "What?" I love that, bro. And yeah. it's a one point four. It wasn't yeah. the one point eight. I'm like. Dude, this is like a three, four hundred dollar lens. Yeah. He's like, like, like dude, that's, that's a, like that's what I aspire to be. Yeah, you know, it's like especially uh-huh. with these young creators or like video, like graphic designers, for example. Uh-huh. Like I just like like there's a, I'll give a quick shout out to him. His name is like Brendan, uh, UJ UJC does like design on Instagram. All right, sick. and he's fifteen years old and he's working with Killing like the it. Knicks, you know, like, people like that. <laughs> wow, and I just like love paying him. You know, yeah. and he's like he's like man, I want to get like a Polaroid. I'm like I'll help you, like whatever you want. You know, yeah. I think that's the best way uh-huh. to look at it. Who else? Is so um, another big mentor for me out in New York is uh, his name is Donato, and Donato is such an awesome guy. He uh, manages a bunch of real estate, but also has a chain of pizza restaurants called Rocky's yeah. Pizza that you have to try out when you're in there because right. they're kind of spread out throughout Manhattan, so you'll be able to find one. And they have a pizza that has a penne pasta on the Whoa, pizza. That's dirty. Pretty good. Yeah. Good, good. And dirty. Uh, he also has like a couple bars and side ventures that he does also. Yeah. But he's someone that um, we met. He reached out to me over Instagram when we were living in New York, and I kind of like. I wouldn't say blow him up, blew him off, but like we didn't meet up after DMing for a while, even yeah. though we were just right across the Hudson River. We were in Jersey and he was in New York. So it kept getting pushed back until finally it was like kind of like the last straw where it's like, okay, if this yeah, doesn't if, work, if we then miss like, this, this relationship is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and I've, I've, felt, I've felt that before. Yeah. You know, it's like, like you have to like kind of like it was just happening to me at like big three. Like uh-huh. I've been like, like he'd been in Vegas like multiple times, yeah. And I'd never like taken the time to go drive twenty minutes to the yeah. strip, you know. And I was like, okay, I'm flying to Detroit to meet with you, yeah. You know, like it's just like that's what really what it takes. <laughs> Dude, that is so like you feel sick. you're like okay, we're about to, mm-hmm. we're about to. If if I don't go now, like yeah. we're probably never gonna like have an opportunity to yeah. work together. But, Dude, yeah. you had to like, was it Cal that said this? But life is about a bunch of doorways. Each opportunity that is handed to you is like yeah. a doorway and you just got to walk through that doorway exactly. and yeah. take those opportunities, know when to see when there's an opportunity yeah. and be willing to you know, step out of your comfort zone and take it. Yeah. So wait, back to Donato real quick. Yeah. Um, we ended up meeting up with him, went super great. We got along really well. And just from that point forward, you know, he's always been super kind to me and like been someone that just like has always shown both of us just like unconditional support love and love and like so i love yeah, that he's i'd say great dope. scott as well great scott also mm. what's great scott oh my gosh he's like 
He was a designer for Billionaire Boys Club, which mm-hmm. is Pharrell's yeah, clothing t- company. <laughs> yeah. He designed for Reebok. He's an author, dope. has a couple books that uh-huh. we've listened to that he's got a new book coming out pretty soon. That's dope. Um, and he's just like... He's like an overall hustler. Like he He's was, like one of the most hustling, street smart. Like I love he, that. He's just like an all-around smart person. He's very, yeah. very wise. And yeah. uh, I'd say he's like mid-30s, right? I think he's Gerard's age. Yeah, like yeah, like so weird. yeah, but he's like so wise with everything in his life, and it's just like super great to learn from him personally, and then also just like over at Instagram, he always has some crazy stories up. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, all- so I want to hear a little bit about Big Three. Oh, Big Three. That was it. Was pre- it was pretty dope. So okay. like it was kind of spontaneous. Yeah. Uh, I was in Iceland, and they're like, hey, man, it was like his name's Brandon. He was like, hey, man, you want to come to this event and cover Big Three? They'll pay for your flight, all this stuff, like your rooms, all that. Yeah. So, like, um, I was like, hell yeah, I'll go. Uh-huh. Like, it's like a three-on-three basketball, um, like, ex-legends, like, playing, like, yeah. Lamar Odom on the Lakers, you know, people like that yeah. um, that were just there. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go cover it. So, like, I got to stay, like, baseline and stuff. But when I got there, I actually, so um, they, like, got me my hotels at the MGM in um detroit nice i was like we're like we're staying at the mgm it's gonna mm. be, but it was like i got there it was like put in my uber it's like uh mgm hotel and casino and i was like okay like i've, I've like stayed at hotels in vegas yeah. before i'm 18 uh-huh. you know so i go in there i was like i kind of like i was like gave him my id you know like to verify and like check in he's like you can't check in you're not old enough and i was like what and it was like i got in at like 1 a.m so I was like, gosh. I was like, what am I going to, you know, like, yeah. like, what do you want me to do? Like, it was like 1am and I didn't have like any, like really way. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know anyone You're in, in, in the Detroit. Tra- yeah. yeah. I was like, I didn't have anyone's like travel, mm-hmm. uh, like the travel ladies info for, to call her or anything. It didn't, my phone was at 1%. Yeah. And I was just like, what do I do? So they, <laughs> so like, like no one to like get me, like change my room or something like that or check me in. Uh-huh. And so they're like, um, they're like, you're with the big three event, right? And I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I just need a place to sleep tonight, you know? And they, like, yeah. called everyone that was, like, at the top of Big 3. So, like, at 1 a.m. And I'm just, like, he's, like, calling, like, I think, like, the owner of Big 3 himself. Oh my like, gosh. the owner's, like, talk to this guy, and he's calling them. They, like, talk to this guy. And, like, finally, like, they got to the travel agent. She, like, moved me to a new room um, where all the athletes were staying and stuff. No But I was, way. like, yeah, I was, like, okay. I was, like, word. And then I, like, get in there, and there's, like, um... It was like I was going. I like checked in. It was fine. Like she got me like my Uber back, and I was like in the elevator, and like there was like three big basketball players. I knew one of them, Chris Anderson, but they were like, bro. I felt like I felt like a midget, like (laughs) (laughs) a dwarf, you know. Like not to be offensive, you know. (laughs) But I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know. I'm like looking up, and these guys are like towering over Uh me. I'm just like I'm like standing in there, and I'm like. I felt I almost like said sorry, you know. Sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, I was like, have a good night. And I walked away. I was like, I was like shaking. <laughs> I was like, these guys are huge. I'm like sweating. I'm like, that is insane. But, um, speaking of that, my buddy Buster, he asked on his podcast, "Would you rather have um, one 500 pound mic, okay, or well, who's winning? One one 500 pound mic or one or 500 one pound mics." In a fight, oh, who would you choose to win? Mike's like 
like little baby like yeah okay like uh, like, like oh one 500 pound or 501 pound legs so it's, it's, one, it's a 500 pounder versus or just think of like little like the little ones little mics running around right now i think a five is it like I'd do you go. take my body proportions and scale them or is it like 500 fat pounds or am i like a giant mic with my same proportions? Whatever i think i'd be. say the small ones Really? Yeah. I think what? if I could keep my proportions and be 600 pounds, but the same, you know, just bigger, I could take on 500. Do you think ones. you're smart? Um, like would the uh, would, like would the one pound mics be really smart and like strategic? True. I never <laughs> yeah, no, they, like I like running around in circles to like Mike big Mike just falls. Yeah, true. I <laughs> like Goliath. If I, if I just tie my shoes together, like are they taking idiot. like are they slingshotting themselves into Big Mike? <laughs> like uh, what's that movie? Gulliver's Travels. With yeah, Jack Black. Yep, yep. I feel like if I knew jujitsu really well, I would go after the five hundred pound one yep. and just. Get him in a hold <laughs> on the ground. Use his weight against him. Like, but if like the little ones are all operating as if it's like one <laughs> uniform, yeah. uh, like organism, <laughs> then that'd be so just like good. stacking you up. Like, yeah, they like just go up your legs and hold you down as like a whole thing. Yeah. Or if all the little ones were like bite, trying to bite. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine five hundred little mics running. That's a bad picture of my head. Man, do you guys have any questions about like best selling and all that, dude? I yeah. mean, let's that's a great topic. Yeah, to I mean, into. what honestly for me, I didn't know that you had that as a as another yeah. thing you had going on. So just um, I guess talk about it like real quick. What's like the elevator pitch of of it and like I I'd say it's a sports media company, like as simple as it is, uh-huh. and then people get like really curious on what. Uh-huh. But um, you guys know who Bleacher Report is, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I would say I tell people I'm like the bad son i'm like if bleach report had like a bad son you know like like the type of content i post it's like kind of like past the line of like what a normal media company would post right but it's super funny you know so like that you know what i mean so it's like i guess that's like what and they get like an idea of like oh bleach report wouldn't post that so Mm -hmm. you know what i mean could you see yourself eventually like selling best celebrations to a publication like bleacher report yeah i think i have so when i was that's what happened with the elite daily yeah they got bought out by the daily mail for their audience of you know millennial yeah and and it almost um so when i was 15 i got approached by them um, really to basically work for them be on like the house of highlights team have you seen that account yeah yeah um so omar he's a really good guy he runs that so i was about to work with them but i was like he's like can you move to new york i'm like no, I'm like, I'm 15. You know, I'm still like a sophomore. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to tell him? I don't want to like scare him away. I'm like, they're like offering me like good, good pay and all that. Jeez. But I'm like, I'm 15. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, and I also would have to give best selling up. But I was just so like, how many like, followers did the account have at that point? That one had uh, 1.4 mil. So that was almost like neck to neck with House of Highlights at the time. Yeah. So it was like still one of the biggest sports accounts. And yeah. it was verified back then. Yeah. You know, so it's like. You got taken away, but like, I do. I don't. I don't. To this day, it's just like blows my mind. They just took me uh, and Elliot's. uh, I saw the Elliot's one too. At Dunk, yeah. So like, we both had verifications, and someone like just submitted the wrong thing uh, that wasn't sports, and it just flagged it, and boom. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, what was the process like getting the page verified in the first place? It was. It was just someone I was partnered with at the time, so they like submitted it for me, and it was like it was so easy back then. Yeah. You know, but now you have to have like more so like credibility. Re- yeah, yeah, more requirements than ever, you know. Yeah. But um uh, there's still some people that can get it. I don't know how. 
Um, probably you can there. request it within the app. Yeah. And I, I mean, you I'll do to, it every once in a you while. You have to have like media sources, it yeah. says, yeah. which is like why. Yeah, that's what they talk about. Get PR. Like, hit up Ulysses. He'll help yeah, you out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Ulysses. Yeah, Ulysses. I've talked to him before. He's, he's a nice guy. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll record guys, an episode yeah. with him probably really? tomorrow. Uh, or maybe even tonight we'll is get he, one with him. He live out here, yeah? So no, he's in LA. He's he lives in Washington. But the event that we're shooting in LA tomorrow is hosted by him and then this other guy named Austin who... Yeah, is like uh, he has this company called Two X. Yeah, that helps teach businesses how to scale and build their internal systems and processes, and then yeah. they do like uh, internal coaching with like weekly Zoom calls. Yeah, so That's we're rad. we've been in his program for a couple of months doing like I love weekly uh, Zoom calls with our coach. His name is Andrew. He's this yeah. dope entrepreneur out in Australia. He's got yeah. businesses older than I am. And so it's like always dope learning from like especially people yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, it goes back to the whole learning, like always staying humble and trying yeah. to learn from people that have been there. It's like um, yeah, I like I like surrounding myself with like people that are young, mm-hmm. but as well as like the complete like opposite. Yeah, you know, like I feel like that's the perfect balance to have. Right. Totally, you know, you it's learn like, from them. Yeah, like like you want to be like twenty and have like twenty year old like like inspired like friends or uh-huh. even like 27 ish you know like yeah that range totally um but then you also want to have like your 50 60 year olds that yeah. are like they've been in this stuff and they've been Keep in you grounded what at is times. it pr yeah. for so long uh-huh. they've been in like sports media for so long you know like those are the people you want to stay close to yeah um, because they're like they love to see young entrepreneurs rise up mm-hmm. if they can have like a part in that yeah you know then it like it makes them feel good. I think that's like my totally. perspective. Yeah. I think a lot of these young entrepreneurs, like they, it's so funny. They have though. so many great ideas yeah. and they've got like, you know, the work ethic and whatever to like make these things happen, but they just don't necessarily understand fundamental things within yeah. growing a business in general Yeah, that all entrepreneurs need to be doing. Like yeah. their sales process or like back end, like sis- just developing yeah. systems to be as productive and efficient as possible. Yeah. Most people don't even, like, know that you should be doing these things. And I think it's kind of funny now how many, like, I don't know. There's just so many, like, it, it kind of bugs me, too, because people are just, like, like kind of like the fake entrepreneur side yeah, of it. And it's, like, like, like the golden, like the shiny penny almost. Mm-hmm. Like, people, like, see something that's, like, oh, that's going to make me a million dollars. You know, and it's, like, they're yeah. the first to hop onto it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where it's, like, I think it gets toxic. Oh, yeah, So that's, course. like, there's, there's one guy, I forgot his name. He was talking about, like, influence, um... Like being an influencer with influence and uh-huh. just being like calling yourself an influencer, I guess. Two, you know, like that's two like, totally different things. Two totally different things. Because someone like, with eighty thousand followers, yeah, can do way more for a brand that yeah. has an engaging, real niche audience, yeah, than someone with a ton of fake followers that are just, it's, yeah. yeah. It's not even. That. It's more like it's it is that, but uh-huh. it's like it's more like it's more like people who just like kind of try and like juice their followers. Hmm. You know, it's like anything like drop a course real quick mm-hmm. you know oh anything like, to make a couple you bucks. know like anything to make a couple bucks and that's yeah. where it gets like to a point where it's like like i've like honestly like i've i've done that path you know yeah. i tried i started like a social media course uh-huh. and they filmed it like it was like 10 days of filming and it looked like pretty nice you know yeah. but i was like at the end of the day i was like that's not me you know so i like i told them to take it down <laughs> wow and i was like i think they spent like good money on it but uh-huh. i was just like you know there's just like certain things where it's like once you do it i feel like you realize like it's there forever um, mm, you yeah, know, so yeah. it's like if you sell a course on something, like I'd, lo- I'd love to do a workshop. 
yeah. and like teaching like I how like to have it, how to yeah, have I like influence. The workshop stuff. You know, I like I like the word workshop better than course. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like that's even more. Totally. You know? Yeah, course has been kind of like that name, Throwing like that. Around. Yeah. Label has been like really. It just got so the, saturated yeah. so fast. Yeah. You know, and that's just that's kind of where it got it's headed now. Yeah. Or like yeah. the photographer in uh, Greenland. What did he call his? Uh, he his was, package that he, you did with expedition him? Uh, oh, expedition expedition that's, you know? that's so sick. Cool. it's sick come bro. on an expedition with <laughs> yeah. wave, bro. and it was bro yeah. it was like it was like we got to i never got to snowmobile you know yeah. and you know, they like he like trusted me like snowmobiling you know like up like these crazy like peaks and like doing crazy stuff that i never thought i'd do i even got to tip it which is fun yeah you know like it happens you mm. know um but yeah just stuff like that i think it's just so that's like, so interesting sick. to like like just like how wording you know yeah and like the workshops are cool because like it's a human aspect of meeting in person too yeah. like there's only you can learn a ton of things from a course i don't yeah. doubt that at all but there's like you're missing a human element of like yeah exactly being able to handshake with someone and really talk and like look into their eyes and build have a real conversation you know yeah. like i'm waves so like when i start ocean photography i'm uh, gonna take a workshop you know yeah. like i i don't care if it's like 10 grand to learn from the best guy that's out there you gotta go get chris, bro, like, chris picard he's so good at the surf way he, he's that great stuff, i watched bro. like videos he's done but even just like someone who knows more like the art aspect like mm -hmm. uh wearing kellen he's a he's kind of a low-key one yeah but he shoots like if you go to like an art gallery in like in like california yeah. just like like crazy wave like like i don't know like uh like bouquet in the water okay you know okay. Like, yeah. stuff like that mm -hmm. you know so it's like um like i'll like i'll pay that if i get to like sit like if I'm holding my water housing kit right next to that guy, uh -huh. and he's like showing me how to get that photo. Yeah, it's worth it for me. Dude, you know, totally. Yeah. So that's my perspective on that stuff. Yeah. You know, I think it's just, just take it. You know, just do so it. So where would you want to do? If you could choose anywhere in the world to yeah. do like a wave photography, ocean photography mm -hmm. uh, training with any photographer in the yeah. world, what would the Ooh. two things be? Where uh, like who? where? Yeah. Uh, they would be. I'm a little scared of Australia. As yeah. much as I wanted to go, and I know that's where like some like the best waves are, um, to learn and stuff. Cause like you can just die by one jellyfish thing, dude. You know, it's but insane. I'm like also like, like fuck, like I want to like actually go. Out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to go, go Australia. Yeah, you know, and like be in the the water. Yeah, uh, I feel like Australia is kind of one of them. Okay. Um, I'm also like just like I feel like a really good place, especially because I just know it so well, like California. Yeah. Totally. Like I feel like that would just be like it'd be more like I can just be comfortable like in the water like i don't have to worry about that stuff like jellyfish or anything like like that like i'm not scared of like sharks or anything uh -huh. maybe like fiji because i used to live there for three years actually. you lived in fiji for i lived years? in fiji yeah so when i was like four to seven my parents uh moved out there because they were speakers for tony robbins what? um yeah so my my parents were speakers for tony for 27 years both of them wow uh, my years. mom if you ever go to tony robbins event it's called uh -huh. the crew um, she started that, so she started mm -hmm. the Tony Robbins crew. So like, everyone, I'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people listening. Yeah, yeah. I know. The, like, just thinking friends off the top of my head that yeah. really mm -hmm. like Tony. So, yeah. So my mom, like, she started all that, and then my dad was like one of like the headline speakers back like when Tony was like like way back, way back. Mm -hmm. you wow. Know? Like Tony was in like his 20s or something like. Tony that. is like who Gerard looks up to. Yeah. Exactly. Uh -huh. Yeah. And there's like there's so many people out there uh -huh. that look up to him. Yeah. You know, totally. and it's like. I, there's a picture of him holding me as like a baby and all that. Oh, really? Uh, he's just a great guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Um, but like, do you still have a relationship with him? Or? Yeah. 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 That's so cool. I, I, I usually just go to his events uh -huh. um, and I just try and like learn and sit down and network while I'm there. 
um i haven't talked to him in a while actually yeah. but it's it's like but like just knowing that like there's always like a spot there yeah um, but like back to fiji real quick oh I, yeah, yeah. yeah so like i was like <laughs> uh so i moved out there and basically like as a baby um i would always basically like be around like these people like the fijians like it's like home basically yeah. so like when i was in fiji it was home so like when i go back now it's just like i can go there and like anytime i want like yeah they'll like they'll like rub my cheeks and they'll be like quinny you know and it's <laughs> no like, yeah, yeah so when they, was the last time you went back to fiji uh the last time i went back was last year i go every birthday okay so, yeah. what do flights look like Ooh, um i try and get them paid for mm-hmm. sick uh, yeah there i you know every it's like you always want to kind of ask uh-huh. even if you don't think someone's gonna say yes so do you, you know? just like cold shot, outreach yeah. Yeah, it's just like, hey man, it's like I'm gonna be out there. I'll take photos for you. I'll do this. I'll do that. Um, that's where I've gotten to now. Um, yeah. Like I just think like like my mom was like she has like this cool story. It was like uh, like a guy goes to to heaven and he sees this box. Um, it's like called like the story of Jabez or something. Okay. But he goes to heaven and he opens up his box and he like 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 God was like don't don't look inside this room where all the boxes are and every box like had a name on it hmm. and he. It was like, are you sure you want to know what's in that box? And it was like, he was like, uh, what's in the box, you know, basically. And it was like, he's like, it's everything you would have had if you would have just asked, you know, mm. like, what, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I, my mom tells it way better, but like, mm-hmm. that's like the Dude, asking you shall receive. It, you yeah. just don't know what can come. You know, it's like, even just like, imagine if Earl sweatshirt was like, uh, yo bro. Like, yeah, let's take a picture. And you're like, yeah, I'm a dope photographer. Uh, can I come shoot with you sometime? Uh-huh. You know, like, it's just like. Dude, and that's like how that. it goes. It can either go bro. one way. It's either crazy. And that's when like the the most growth that you're going to see yeah. is when you're like, oh, I really don't know if I should do this. Yeah. The reason why you're so here. nervous is because yeah. there's yeah. so much on the line here. If it goes uh, well, I'm, it can go yeah. really well. I'm crazy, dude. I, like, I'll, like, I'll sit there emailing the same person every day until I get a response from yeah. whoever's on their team. You know, like I'll give a good example, like Lil Nas. Oh, uh, sick. I, like, I, I email him like, every day mm-hmm. i'm like i want to shoot for you yeah i was like like let me like go on tour with you basically yeah. kind of like like he'll be in vegas soon mm-hmm. and um luckily i like know people at atlantic that can probably help me like kind of get near him get connected um but like it's just like i like love to like kind of take the risk because like that's how i like met like rappers like russ you know who follow best celebrations you russ know? follows best celebrations <laughs> russ follows best celebrations no uh, smino you know so sick. uh he's kind of low-key levon bell i talked to him too mm-hmm. he's a basketball player uh football player running back for the new york jets okay yeah oh, so all right so he was like the number one uh running back hmm. at a point in time um so i think he still is basically uh you know just like the list goes on you know yeah wait so uh, how did you meet russ i want to hear a little about um back then uh like when i first started basically everything mm-hmm. uh, i was like just instagram was just popping off and i was like in school i was like it was back when like you'd just be going through soundcloud and you'd be seeing like random songs pop off that you yeah. never heard mm-hmm. and it was like what they want by russ oh, and yeah. i was like this song is dope you know like and it only had like a thousand likes <laughs> and i was like who is this guy like why does nobody know about him you yeah. know and so like i went found his instagram he had like 20k 30k at the time and i was like bro like how can i help you you know i was like i'll promote your music and sports videos he was like yeah man he's like that'd be awesome and he was he was super nice and he just always was like super like um down to like, earth. like down like like down to like you know like any, i think any artist was like if someone's sharing their music to one million people they're I, gonna be, they're so gonna be stoked at like 20k mm-hmm. so um 
so i do that every like every now and then you know um and then have you met up with him in person or is it all just been over the internet it was all over the internet i met him once um but he i didn't i didn't tell him who i was you know i see i was like at that point where i was like kind of nervous to like you know like like, you know it was it was his first uh event in vegas Hmm. but yeah so dude that is sick yeah he's rad yeah it's just like stuff like that where it just like can't kind of comes together in its own like cool way you know where now he's like really dope you know he's got like what 2.4 million russ is popping bro russ is popping like i love his music no matter what anybody says you know (laughs) Uh yeah like it's like he's a good guy yeah Um, he's got bars for real got bars bro (laughs) dude okay so um before we wrap up the podcast yeah i want to ask you i want to return the question of like who some of your mentors are yeah so um jimmy chin Mm, chris picard um some like uh let's see uh, like it's hard when you try and go outside photography yeah, yeah that's yeah. kind of like um let's see his name is ben tibbetts he's an alpinist um just like people who do honestly it's like mostly the outdoor community yeah mm-hmm. you know it's like um alex honnell oh, you yeah. know oh, okay. like people it's like from the environmental perspective mm-hmm. um and I, I would say if i'm gonna try and go outside even like some of my friends you know yeah totally. like buster and elliot yeah. you know like they're just like really good guys and they've taught me like a lot yeah um about like you know like elliot has taught me like always like connect people you know and like he'll put me in group chats with people like that elliot like, connected us with dude, joel kinnaman yeah as it's one just, of our clients and like i do that with everyone now you yeah. know like anyone i meet i'm like you guys have to meet because of like elliot you yeah know? and that's just like one of my good friends like, who mm-hmm. i never thought like would like have like an impact like that uh-huh. whereas like people i've never met like chris and jimmy are more like I want to get to that level, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and it's like, that's pretty much where I see it. And like Buster, who's like, you know, like at first, like it was funny. I ghosted him. Which oh, I really? just, I, yeah. I was like, he was like at like 20 K on his personal. I didn't know who this kid was. It was one picture of him in a lake. He's like, Hey man, we just want to connect. And I was like, what's up? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but then like, next thing you know, like I'm like, like hanging out with him in New York and like, yeah. we're like, we text almost like every day. You know Sick. what I mean? It's just like, yeah. and he's like doing cool stuff with the yeah. NBA. And That's it's just way like, cool. you know, it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes it's even like my own friends, like you guys even, yeah. you know, traveling around this, it inspires me. You dude. Know? Yeah. So like, I mean, it inspires me talking yeah. to you about, you know, I love your experiences it, yeah. <laughs> and like, cause you're killing it. You're yeah. doing so much. I feel like every time I see your post, it's just like, Banger, it's funny banger, i post like once banger. a month too yeah <laughs> i've been kind of on the same same wave i've been posting yeah. as much it's just like no pun intended same yeah, wave. it's even like you can post less and have more impact yeah you know i feel like that's where i'm getting it's a quality over quantity yeah and yeah i yeah. feel i definitely feel like weird because i'll go through like trying to like i need to post every single day and just yeah. posting whatever yeah or i'll be like i only want to post like the your favorite absolute photos. favorite photos yeah. so that when someone lands on my page they only see like it's the highlight reel it's the highlight reel Uh yeah that's where i look at it it's like anyone can say different but it's like at the end of the day it's what you want to do yeah you know it's like that's true yeah just like do what you like makes you happy like Mm -hmm. i like looking at my thing i'm like yo you know i took all those you know yeah because i mean your instagram is like a portfolio yeah exactly i just bro like people like have to ask me if they're my photos that really? feels good, you know. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Like, you take these, I'm like, yeah, dude, you know. So like, sick. that's where it feels good, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, that's dude, pretty much. That's super dope. So rad. Well, I it's just, been an amazing conversation. 
Mm-hmm. I really like appreciate you. Like, yeah, man. Sit down. I could, go, I could, I could do another twenty four hours. Dude, <laughs> I, you know, I could just. Dude, keep that's going. the thing about these podcasts. Yeah. I feel like we could go forever. I know. Yeah. I just don't know about the audience. The way that really. we want to do these two is like, uh, ha- this isn't going to be the last time that you're on the no. podcast. Dude, like, yeah. we want to do it like, uh, just you're going to be on here for multiple episodes yeah and then maybe eventually we got uh like other people sitting in here as well yeah and it's like a round table discussion type like, thing i love so that That's elliot so, buster yeah dude right and just and then, having like real conversations uh bringing like the connections that we make uh online and through the internet yeah. and really bringing it into a physical i love that. uh conversation that's to just so kind rad. of build that relationship further and that's like what we want to do with connecting creators as well is like uh like you said before of like bringing a community together where like some creatives are a little shy and timid, but if we can get them all in the same room and make them understand that yeah. they're all the same, same person, like we're all can bond on a similar thing and yeah, uh, we can all achieve what we want to achieve and grow and learn and just exactly. have cool dope that's, experiences. That's how you always want to be too. Like uh-huh. people like will meet me and they won't have any idea. Like I'll be wearing like what I wear now, you know, I just wear like the same hat, you know, yeah. same like baggy shirt, you know, but it, it's just like kind of being the same person no matter where you are mm-hmm. like just like i don't know just kind of being like kind to everyone you know yeah. and just like that's really what's what it's about and even mm-hmm. getting people who like would be rad to have people who don't even have influence yeah it's you know? just like that's like, the thing like is... 200 followers and they just blast off uh-huh. you know every question they have it's just like 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 everyone like that's high up like normal people bro like everyone yeah, like uh-huh. you can talk to someone with like you can talk to the uh, running back um mm-hmm. like Christian McCaffrey, uh-huh. um, he didn't know that I ran Best Celebrations. And I shouted out Wave on Best Celebrations, and uh-huh. he followed Wave when it was at like 10k. Wow. He's like the he's like the running back for the Panthers. So I was like, wow. and and next thing you know, I'm playing Fortnite with him. I'm talking to him, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, like my page is like Best Celebrations culture and like all this stuff. Yeah. He's like, wait, you run Best Celebrations? And I was like. Yeah, like I thought, like <laughs> I thought, like he knew because I shot. He's like, oh, I just followed that because I thought the photography was dope. Uh-huh. You know, it's like Dude, I, so ha- I had no influence back then. I was yeah. like, but then like I don't know. I think it's just cool like to get people um, that even like want to get started, etc. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm missing so much. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I think um, I think it's so rad being here and. Dude, of course. Dude, Thank I you so it. much. Yeah, of course. Okay, so um, everyone who wants to, you know. Keep up with Quinn and what you're doing. Yeah. Where can they find you? Uh, just hit me up on Wave on Instagram. Wave. W A V E. Find the kid with the long hair and Canada hat, and uh-huh. then send me a DM. Like I always respond. You uh-huh. know, I yeah. feel like it's like. Let them know. Yeah, you don't came be shy. From, uh, yeah, don't be shy. Tell me you came from. Yeah, uh, connecting creators. Yeah, connecting is connecting creators podcast, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The handle is just connecting creators. Though, right on. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm stoked, guys. Yeah. I'm like, I'm absolutely stoked. Sick, yeah. dude. Sick. All right. All right. Well, well, thanks again, bro. Yeah, it's man, been thanks great for having you. Thanks 100%. for having me. Man. Yeah, my hands are sweaty. Too, bro. Sweaty hand gang. Sweaty hand gang. All right. We out. We out. See ya.